Gran Turismo is a movie about people playing a video game who become real drivers, but is the movie good enough to get you to drive to the theater? I'll let you know right now. Hello everybody, I'm Dan Merle, and this is my review of Gran Turismo, which was originally supposed to enter wide release here domestically in the United States and Canada this Friday, today, but because of the SAG after strike, the fact that they can't promote the movie with its stars, they decided to delay the release here by a couple of weeks. However, there's still some screenings this weekend. They're doing limited screenings in order to build word of mouth, so it's likely that you might still be able to see Gran Turismo in a theater this weekend, which is why I'm gonna go ahead and put this review out, although it is also still rolling out by the original game plan in other markets this weekend. It's a mess, the release of this movie, so why don't we just talk about it? This kind of video game adaptation comes from director Neil Blomkamp, who after District 9 has sort of been bouncing around. Elysium was a moderate hit, Chappie was a disappointment financially and critically, and it seems like Neil Blomkamp has sort of been just kind of in development hell on a few things, and he did a smaller movie Movie that came out that I didn't even see. I think it mostly was a straight-to-VOD release a couple years ago. Honestly, given his roots with District 9 and everything, this isn't the movie that I would anticipate seeing from him, but he is a talented filmmaker, and he's able to lend that skill to this movie, which is something that it actually really needs. The screenplay for the movie is from Jason Hall, who wrote American Sniper, and Zach Balin, who co-wrote Creed 3 along with Keenan Kugler, and was Oscar-nominated for his screenplay for King Richard. And the movie's based on the real-life story of Yann Mardenborough, a British teenager who went from avid player of Gran Turismo, the acclaimed racing simulator video game, to real-life race car driver after winning the GT Academy competition, which was set in place to recruit drivers for Nissan. With the compelling real-life story, the fact that you have two writers on board who have written some pretty good movies, and the fact that Neil Blomkamp is himself an Oscar nominee for writing, it's really surprising that the weak link in this movie is easily the screenplay. The story in this film is not strong. It's not that the movie is inaccurate. Like just about every other movie that is quote-unquote based on a true story, most of this movie is fiction. If you just look into the surface level of the actual story, it is a great idea for a story, but the events in this film have been dramatized. They've been shuffled around in time. A lot of them have been just completely fabricated. That's not surprising. That happens all the time. But what I was surprised to see was that such a good basis for a screenplay was turned into an incredibly formulaic movie. Every single cliche in the book is in this movie. You have the troubled mentor with a history of failure who's played by David Harbour. He plays a character named Jack Salter, a former driver hired to whip this team of ragtag gamers into shape. This must be a new experience for you, moving your legs. <laughs> You puked on my lawn. You also have the character with the working class background, complete with disapproving parent, played by Jaiman Honsu. All you do is play video games with some crazy dreams of racing cars. Look around. It's not our world, son. You have the love interest who plays no real role in the movie, other than the fact that some executives said you have to have a love interest in the movie. And then you have the likable group of other trainees, including the one who's a natural who everyone thinks will win the competition, but of course doesn't win the competition because our hero has to win the competition. There's the act two moment where the hero faces his biggest test directly after his biggest triumph. You have the hateable rival driver, although the movie barely even tries on that front. There's not one single character 
or story beat in this movie that you haven't seen in dozens and dozens of other movies, sports movies and non-sports movies. And just kind of looking into the real story of this, it's surprising because it is a compelling story. The idea of a guy who was playing video games and transitioned into being an actual race car driver. And you would think that Hollywood might sensationalize it when you put it into a screenplay, but it seems like the Hollywood treatment has actually made this more boring than the actual story seems like it really was. In a case like this, where the screenplay of a movie is not badly written in the sense that like you can't follow the story, it's just that you've seen and heard all of these things before. I think the success or failure of a movie depends on two things, the style or what the director brings to the table, and then how good the acting is. Are these characters compelling? Did you cast the right people in these roles? And luckily for Gran Turismo, both of these things check out, and it really does do kind of the textbook example of what we call elevating the material. In adapting a story where the game actually exists, Neil Blomkamp is allowed to overtly reference Gran Turismo throughout the film, and there are some fun overlays of game graphics, camera shots on real cars that mimic how the game looks, well-designed sequences where we see how Jan filters the reality of driving through his experience gaming. If anything, I would have liked more of this in the second half of the movie where it just becomes more of a conventional race car driving movie, but Blomkamp, even though his movies haven't always necessarily been successful, has always been a director of vision and ambition, and he really does bring that to this movie. Honestly, given his name and the prestige that people still associate with it, Neil Blomkamp could have just come in, cashed the check, shot the action competently, directed the actors competently, and called it a day, and the movie would have just been... Eh. But that's not what he does. You actually see some effort here, and the same goes for the cast of the movie. Archie Medeque's Jan starts off a little too sullen and closed off, almost to an unrelatable degree, but as his character opens up, he as an actor is also allowed to do more, and he really does make for a protagonist that you want to root for. David Harbour is just one of the best everyman actors working right now. He transforms this role that really just offers nothing new on the page into a character who feels lived in, in the way that Burgess Meredith was able to take that character in the Rocky series and just give it some of his own personality, and you like that. That dimension's not necessarily there in writing, that's what casting a good actor can bring to the role. As the executive who comes up with the GT Academy program, Orlando Bloom is mostly sidelined after Act 1, but the movie does opt not to make him the sort of corporate snake turncoat that I was expecting, and that is one of the places where the screenplay kind of subverts what you think is going to happen in a positive way. And then you have Jaiman Hunsu as Jan's dad, and again, there's nothing really new to this character, but he really does play this part well, and there's a big Act 3 scene that embraces all of the talent that he brings to the table, and it is just a reminder, because he's been in some of the bigger movies that might perhaps demand less of him as an actor in recent years. Jaiman Hunsu is a really, really talented actor, and you can see that even in a film as formulaic Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark is this. Honestly, I could see in my head the version of this movie that left me completely cold, and there are times when this movie is 
that version of the movie. It is to the credit of the directing and the actors that they really bring it to life. I don't know what goes on in the development of a screenplay. The two writers that are attached as the screenplay writers have done good work in the past. It may have been the executives. You know, you've got PlayStation involved and Sony obviously involved. Perhaps there is a decision to be a little risk averse with the storytelling, but I wish that there was a little more there on that front because if the screenplay had been more creative and more original, then I could see this being a movie that really surprised me. As it stands, when I'm trying to categorize it, I'm gonna say it goes right into the it's fine category, kind of the upper level of that category, bordering on it's good, but again, the screenplay is what really holds the movie back. Honestly, for people that don't see as many movies as I do, I could see Gran Turismo appealing to them even more. And that's something that people ask me about as a critic all the time. Do you think that you're held back by the fact that you see a lot of movies? I see usually over 100 movies, new movies a year. I mean, yeah, that does kind of change the way that I perceive things because I do pick up on cliche perhaps a little bit more because I see a lot more movies because it's my job. So it's possible that a general audience member, for example, might enjoy this movie a little bit more. And I think that really if this works out, this release date delay works out and Sony can get people into theaters on August 25th when it goes into wide release here, I could see this being kind of a surprising late summer performer. I'm not gonna say necessarily a top 10 box office summer movie, but this is a movie that I think could fall under that category of crowd pleaser. So it's a mild recommendation for me with the caveat that people that aren't in the theaters as much as I do may glean a lot more from it than I did. And people that are fans of the game and just like the story and want to see the story brought to the screen, it is energetic. It does have some good performances. And really, uh, Sony should be grateful that they got a creative team on board to really bring this movie to life. So those are my thoughts on Gran Turismo. As I mentioned, it is in some international markets this week. It'll open wide in the United States and Canada in a couple of weeks, but there are plenty of advanced screenings going on in the next couple weeks. So you can probably catch it from today through two weeks from now. What do you think? Is it something that you're excited about? Something that you're going to see as the summer winds down and comes to a close? Let me know down in the comments below. And as always, thank you so much for watching the channel. Be sure to stay tuned right here for more movie news, reviews, box office, and more. Until next time, stay safe, and I'll see you then. Bye. Has the winter season taken a toll on your tile, upholstery, carpet? Call Cyclone Cleaners, 570-726-6200. For all your carpet, upholstery, and ceramic tile cleaning needs, it's Cyclone Cleaners, also offering odor treatment and soil and stain guard. Choose the only cleaning company that supplies the water to clean your home and disposes of it when they are finished. Call Cyclone Cleaners to schedule your cleaning today, 570-726-6200.